Well, howdy, and welcome back to the Resilience in STEM podcast. I hope everyone had a pretty nice April, at least. Um, mine was very busy, filled with a lot of midterms, a lot of like final things to wrap up before finals. Bit stressful, but it was a lot of things happened. So I guess it was both good and bad, you could say, um, with that. But kind of happy for finals to be over. So most likely when this episode um, comes out, I should be done with my finals. And I should be a lot more relaxed, I would say. So yeah, I want to start things out with a grad school update. So after talking to my faculty mentor in my lab about applying for grad school, she gave me some really good advice that I thought I would share here. And that is that you want to choose the people in the faculty, not just the program and the name. Because yeah, the program and the name, I mean, I guess the program itself to have a really good history and a high regard. I guess that's also important to like have for future job opportunities in the future and how well their training is. By the end of the day, to do a PhD or like a research-based master's, you want to have a really good faculty mentor and someone who's actively still like wanting to like mentor students and is still like active in the lab, especially. So she's kind of looked at my application list so far and she's told me to look at faculty that are one, currently publishing and two, are the last author in the publications. So currently publishing this shows that they're still active in lab and the PI is still or like the faculty mentor is still working to publish papers and they're still working for they're still pretty active at least and then the last author shows that it came from their lab so that shows that not only they're active but the lab is active and they're mentoring other people to get that involved so that's really important to note so it's really good to know that. And whenever she told me to find this list and make those restrictions, she said for me to apply to a program, she wants me to find at least five faculty that are doing these two things. So this helped narrow down my list and for applications at least. Um, I would say like starting out, I kind of had a rough list of 15 programs that I thought I would apply to. But then now after looking at the list more in detail, it's kind of going close to like 10 or 11. And even though that might not seem such a drastic difference, it definitely like narrowed it down to like the faculty I would like to be mentored by and the research they do. And it also shows, it also would help more in my application since they're more specialized, since now I have a reason as to why I want to do it or like why I want to be part of these programs because I did the research and I know that the programs would be really good. So yeah, just some advice. Look at the faculty and not just the program and name. And I feel like this advice really applies to the episode we're going to talk today, which is called Community, a Must. And that just shows like who is surrounded for your people, who is your group essentially, who is going to keep mentoring you, why that's so important to be successful in a career in research. Um, So I thought I would kick it off with my story so far as being an undergrad and how that's impacted me thus far and how... Even though I'm an undergrad and I haven't gone to grad school yet, um, I feel like it's already impacted me having a strong community and like it's definitely contributed towards my success. And I feel like all of you listening to this have their own have your own story as well. So there's three kind of components to this as to what communities made me successful. So the first one I'm going to talk about is my major. So as you all know, I'm a biomedical engineering major, and in terms of gender. Um, I would say we're pretty evenly um, distributed, so we have 50% male, uh, 50% female, or actually even we might have more females in our major, 
and that's a really nice environment but unfortunately um the ethnic like the racial and ethnic um distribution of our major is not the best in the world i would say um and for it being a really tough major i really wanted to make sure i had a group that i could just vent to and i felt like i could do well in because even though the gender um disparities wasn't really there i felt like for ethnically i couldn't really see people that my or professors that had my same background and it was sometimes a little discouraging but after getting together um and finding some friends of my own in my major it's really helped me build a sh- strong sense of community to my major so it feels like i'm not going through this all alone really and i have someone to talk to about it or i know if i like just talk to my friends in my major we know we can just grab dinner and then after we'll go through the problems together and we'll work on it together or like if we're working on a project i have someone i know who's going to like also contribute to the work and that's so important especially in the group projects so definitely in my major at least it's helped me be a lot more successful and have someone to talk over the problems and overall it's made me feel like I'm more comfortable in my major overall and I feel like every time I go to class I it's a time for me to just be with my friends and like also learn but I'll, like not only learn but also be with my friends which is really important. Next, I want to talk about my research lab and the impact that the community has had on me. So, usually when you think of a research lab, you think of okay, I'm coming in just to do my experiments and that's it. When I started out in my research lab, I thought the exact same thing. I thought, okay, I'm just going to come in, do my experiments, and that's it. But when I first joined in lab, I was actually paired with a graduate mentor so I could shadow and work on her project. And while I did do that, she also was a great source of mentorship for me and advice. Um she actually coincidentally was also a major in biomedical engineering, so she often gave me advice on like what classes I should take or what she what professor she kind of recommends or something like that and it's definitely helped me overall in my academic experience at least but at least socially um i feel like every time like after we finish experiment we go and grab starbucks together and then we just hang out and just talk about like life not even about lab stuff but just life and like our goals in the future so that's been really helpful overall and in terms of my research lab as well um we have a lot of undergrads in our lab So even though they're not the same major as I am, it still feels like comforting to just like be in a in a group of people that are passionate about the same research subject as I am and it's good to have like a strong community like a friend group out of that and I feel like I've gained a decent amount of my friends through lab and so people even though they graduate I still talk to you to this day just to catch up even their med school grad school doesn't matter and I feel like being in the lab it makes me want to come more often and it motivates me to push more in my research and be more involved because not only is like the research really rewarding but I also have a really strong community that pushes me or helps me get through some challenges I have throughout the day and it's really nice to have. And lastly, I want to talk about is my advocacy work, which is Senate. So, in Senate, um you can have some really like differing opinions and sometimes it's hard because you may feel that you um don't think the same like the majority and that might be a little difficult but being part of Senate has allowed me to um really connect with people of similar background as I have um so people who are also latino latino latina like I am it's really allowed me to really expand on those opportunities and they've really helped me being like more of a mentor on how to succeed in Senate and how to be a stronger advocate for my community and really support me on the projects that I work on so like I know like when I first started out like one of the biggest supporters of my town hall idea that I did my sophomore year was a person 
was also a person who was in the same Senate group as I was. And he was really supportive of my idea. And he gave me like a lot of resources and advice on how I should succeed. And it, overall, it's been a great experience. And it's turned me into the leader that I am. So having that strong community there has also transformed me to a really good leader. So overall, through all these experience in my major, it's made me a stronger academic and it's made me feel like I'm not alone in the process. In my research lab, it's pushed me to be a stronger researcher and have a friend group. So it continues me to motivate myself and push and really it strives my passion for research and being with a like-minded group of people. And within Senate, it's really motivated me to be a stronger advocate for my community and like having those resources to do that. So overall, these three components of what I am in my undergrad, having that community has made my undergrad experience so much better. It's made it to just solely attending the meetings or just going to my classes to actually like being more involved in things and like having a friend group that I can just confide in and like just talk through life because sometimes like not everyone is in the same major as you are or it's not same experiences so it's really good to have like people who are in a similar situation as you and can like give you advice for the future or just kind of just be someone to talk to at least so it's really made a difference. So why am I mentioning my community aspect and how it's like made my undergrad experience. So this is really important for grad school as well. So in a recent in a study that I've looked up in the past two decades, um, learning communities or just communities in general have positive effects on students um, so, and their success. And this also applies to graduate students as well. So you must have a group that will support, help you through hard times, encourage and challenge you to be the best researcher you can. So the thing is, like, having that community, it also, like, makes you feel safe, but it also, like, lets you, like, try new things and get those new challenges out the way. So, like I said in my advice earlier for grad school, having a good mentor to, like, push you for doing a more complex project or giving you the resources to be successful in your research career is what makes a difference for you being a stronger scientist and continuing the field versus you deciding to walk away from it entirely. And that's what makes a difference overall of having that strong community. In addition, like it'll make your overall career more successful. So it doesn't matter if you go into research um, or not, or if you go to industry or whatever it is, you're going to need a strong community because usually as you get older, you start to work a lot more in teams. And that applies to academia as well. So even though you're working on a publication, you're gonna have a lot of collaborators. And those collaborators you're gonna need to learn how to work well with and make sure that you're doing well. So when picking a graduate program, pick the faculty that will provide the best learning environment and pick with the happier grad students and pick with the best campus resources. So I'm gonna to touch on the faculty that will provide the best learning environment. So. From my experience, like seeing what the grad students have and like seeing what I've dealt with so far in my short, really short experience is that like the faculty that provide the best learning experience, like they're the ones that have the most successful graduate students and that they're most motivated to succeed and continue on the field. That's what makes a difference overall. So when you have faculty that don't really promote the best learning environment, it kind of creates more competition and more problems with that. And that's not the best environment you want to be in. So, and also when looking at graduate schools, you want to pick the people who are happier grad students. So you want to make sure that although it's challenging to be in grad school, they're still finding a way to have that balance with their life and they're able to be a lot happier and have a better mental health overall. Because you want to have that community that like will support you overall and make sure that you're doing well. 
So making sure that the graduate students, like what they're saying, they're not just saying it off a script, but they're actually being genuine with their words. And you can see through the actions um, when you start talking to prospective graduate students or you talk to prospective tours, you can really see that. And lastly, picking the best campus resources. This is more for like advising and making sure that you're going to graduate on time with your um, degree, whatever, if it's a master's or a PhD or whatever it is, just making sure that you the resources on campus are there to really help you and make sure that you succeed. So like, even though it's really hard, I say like in engineering, like having like the writing center to really help me make sure my post presentation, my reports sound good, or making sure my scholarship application sounds really good, or even just like learning about scholarships that I can apply to and really keeping an eye out for me to make sure that I have funding for research. That's what's so important. So making sure that your campus is also really looking out for you and you're not just fighting for yourself throughout the time. Because whenever you go through things alone, it's not going to be very successful. Um, I feel a lot of people in this podcast can relate that having a mentor or having a group of people that will support you, you'll get a lot farther than just braving through it on your own and figuring it out on your own. So one of the biggest things, mistakes I see is people picking a big name school that doesn't support your success. When you go to grad school, you want to make sure that you're going to succeed and you're going to graduate. So that's what any grad school does. So they want to make sure that if they enroll you, you're going to succeed. So making sure that even though it's a big name school, you really want to look a little more deeper and look at the graduate students. How happy are they? Or are they feeling motivated? Are they being challenged? Are the professors promoting a good learning environment? Are they challenging the graduate students or are they just kind of letting them slide but still being really constructive with them? So not just degrading them over time and making sure that your campus supports what you're doing, they look out for resources for you, and making sure that you're doing well in your community. So yeah, I know this is a pretty much advice episode and it relates to graduate school, but I feel like community, it doesn't matter what you do, you need to have a strong community in order to succeed. And I feel that applies for pretty much anything. So yeah, that's all for this episode today. I will see you guys next month. So yeah, bye!